It's time for the 2016 Signing Day Special on the front row on the Mighty 790 KFGO. Let's go to the Ramada Plaza and Suites and the Crystal Ballroom and join the Director of Broadcasting for NDSU, Jeremy Jorgensen, and your host for the evening, Ryan Gilner. North Dakota State National Signing Day, Chris Kleiman. Inks 26 student-athletes to the Bison program, 16 of them national letter of intent signees, 10 preferred walk-ons in North Dakota State is set with its class of 2016. The director of broadcast at North Dakota State, Jeremy Jorgensen, is here. Jeremy, all across the nation, college football fans, college football players, and college football coaches, they point to today. Today is finally here. Yeah, I think a lot of work went into all this, and uh, it all wraps into a nice little package. Now these guys can take a little break. But, uh, you know, it's kind of a year-round thing now. College football never stops. Um, You know, there might be a a couple of weeks in July after camps and stuff, but uh, it's year-round, and I'm sure uh, the coaches will tell us here a little later. They're probably already starting to work on the 17 class. Uh, It's so busy. I think it's kind of fun, though. It's certainly fun for the fans to look at these lists and try to break them down and see who everybody else got as well. Today's Front Row Signing Day show, Signing Day 2016, brought to you by Muscatel Subaru, by Olaf Anderson Construction, and by Jiffy Lube of Fargo. The recruiting class includes 24 high school athletes from seven different states. We'll talk about all these athletes throughout the show. North Dakota, six athletes from the backyard in North Dakota. How about that? Minnesota leads the way with eight athletes. Wisconsin gets five. Missouri, two. Two very special ones from Missouri, by the way. Florida, Iowa, and Kansas all get one. There's a couple of, uh, or there is one junior college transfer and then one four-year transfer from an FBS school. We'll talk about all those kids along the way. Uh, North Dakota State, because, Jeremy, of a small senior class, didn't need a whole lot in this class and didn't have a whole lot to offer, fair enough. Yeah, and you, you always want to uh, take a big group, though, as big a group as you can. And, uh, you know, you, even if you're strong at a position, that doesn't mean uh, you're not going to need someone at that position fairly soon. There's always injuries and, you know, things can happen. There's always opportunities. So just because you're strong at one spot doesn't mean you're going to attack that spot in the recruiting process either. We are at the signing day party for North Dakota State. That starts momentarily. In the meantime, though, we've got coaches coming up on the show. Uh, Nick Gazer, the recruiting coordinator, he'll be here. Matt Entz, the defensive coordinator, the head coach for the Bison, uh, Bison that is. Chris Kleiman will join us. A couple of players on this list will join us as well. Braden Lund, we hope to hear from him. Sean Engel, the wide receiver from Minnesota, we'll hear from him. And Jabril Cox, one of those athletes from Missouri, we'll hear from him as well. When we come back, though, it is the recruiting coordinator. How did it all break down? We'll find out in 30 seconds. Nick Gazer joins us from that Bison football staff. This is the Front Row Signing Day Show. It is brought to you by Muscatel Subaru, Olaf Anderson Construction, and by Jiffy Lube of Fargo. Wentz takes the snap, rolls to his right, protection holds, a jump throw at the goal line. makes the catch at the goal line, absorbs a hit, and then falls across the goal line to Pater. Signing Day 2016, the Front Row Signing Day Show. Signing Day 2016 brought to you by Muscatel Subaru, Olaf Anderson Construction, and Jiffy Lube of Fargo. 
Jeremy Jorgensen, alongside of Ryan Gellner on the Mighty 790 KFGO. And we are glad to be joined by a man that was very busy, Nick Gazer, the recruiting coordinator, also in charge of the D-tackles at North Dakota State. Coach, how uh, how pleased are you with uh, all of the news today and the uh, 26 new recruits that you've got now signed at North Dakota State? Uh, I'm very excited about uh, today. Um, you know, I, the biggest thing is we uh, go into this day, we don't want any surprises. <laughs> that, that's the thing that we always get worried <laughs> about, kids deciding they want to go elsewhere or something along those lines. But, you know, all the all the commitments came in, and, and uh, we're really excited about this class and, and uh, the culmination of a great year, and uh, we're excited about what the future is going to hold with these guys. I want to ask you in particular about the North Dakota kids right away because I know it's important to put that fence up and keep those kids here You've got six North Dakota kids that played high school, all the way from nine-man. I think you have three nine-man recruits to some big school recruits. Uh, your feelings on North Dakota? Well, it was a great year in North Dakota. Um, you know, since I've been here, the six years I've been here, I think this is the most talented uh, year that we've had in a long time. We're really excited about these kids. They're all kids that uh, performed uh, well at camp, and they're, and they're not kids that we just said, hey, they're a North Dakota kid. You know, let's be courtesy here and offer these guys a scholarship. These kids came in here and competed and, and played at a really high level, and we're really excited about these these guys. We're going to have a really bright future uh, with guys in our backyard. Coach Gazer, I wanted to ask you about Kansas City. It seems like the last couple of years, man, there's a lot of talent coming out of that town. Uh, you know, this year Jabril Cox, uh, you know, comes out of there. King Frazier's from there. Uh, Darius Shepard's from there. And in particular, Blue Springs High School, well, they must be a powerhouse. They're pumping guys all over the place. They're an unbelievable power down there right now. And they're, they're sending guys uh, to all different levels. And uh, I can't tell you how excited we are about Adam Colefield and Jabril Cox. Um, they're both unbelievable athletes. And uh, I think we're really fortunate to be able to get those guys. It still shocks me a little bit that these guys didn't get some humongous offers um, Mm -hmm. and we were able to get them at our level but both really good football players um, both you know on the offense and the defensive side um, they're just really good football players and they're going to have a future here and be really good uh, impact players for us not only do they have to be good football players they've got to fit the system how do you describe what the system is and what kind of kid you're looking for because you're in their parents' living rooms. They come to your camps. But right. but how do you figure out who these kids are? It's certainly a process. I mean, and this process started probably a year ago at this time. You know, number one, identifying these kids as being talented football players. Number two, talking to their coaches and, and, and figuring out, hey, are they the right fit? Are they hardworking kids that are blue-collar type? You know, and then get them on, getting them on campus and for them to be enticed about, you know, what happens here at Fargo, how hard we practice, uh, how hard we coach these kids. It certainly has to be the right fit. And we lose some kids, um, but that's okay. Those are kids that don't probably fit with what we're trying to do. And, and the kids that we want to bring here are the kids that are going to be bison, be true bison, and uh, continue to help us win football games. Coach, uh, you work with the D linemen. Uh, it seemed like this year across the country that was a point of emphasis for a lot of people. It always is. If you're good up at front in that front four, uh, that solves a lot of problems defensively. You got a good one out of Green Bay this year, but just talk about that and how important that is. Each clash, year after year, it seems like teams are really identifying the D line as an important spot. Yeah, I think it's certainly a hard position to recruit, and, and certainly in our defense, the 4 3 Tampa, uh, Tampa 2 stuff, you got to be good inside. And, uh, it's funny when we start this process and i do my initial breakdowns i got 25 deep and before i blink 
I got three guys left. It's the way it is. Guys yeah. get picked off at that position. They're going FBS. Um, but that also tells me I'm recruiting the right type of guy, and I'm mm-hmm. looking for the right type of guy. But it's certainly a, a tough position to recruit. You know, I'd also say the tailback position is always a hard position to sometimes recruit. And I think corner is always a tough position to recruit where, you know, our, our initial recruiting board sometimes gets decimated. Um, but, uh, you know, you got to keep working through the pot process, and, and hopefully you find some kids that, that fit what you're trying to do. But to answer your question about Cameron Hackle, I'm, I'm really excited about this kid. He, he did a great job at camp, uh, plays with a really high motor. And, uh, you know, what I like about Cam is I think he's got some really good athleticism. You know, uh, I think right now um, in my room i got a lot of tough, hard-nosed, physical guys, and I'm looking for a guy that can show some athleticism, get out there and make some sacks and make some big plays you know, Levon Perry-esque type guy, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm excited about Cam. He's got some work to do, um, but I, I know uh, what kind of kid he is, and I, I think he's going to have a bright future here. Nick Gazer is the recruiting coordinator at North Dakota State University. This is the Front Row Signing Day show, Signing Day 2016. It's brought to you by Muscatel Subaru, by Olaf Anderson Construction, and by Jiffy Lube of Fargo. Boy, you look at this entire group. And one thing that seems to be constant with almost all of them is they're athletes, and a lot of these guys, Nick, have speed. That word speed comes out over and over again. Coach Kleiman was asked at the press conference today if that was uh, just a uh, coincidence or if that was something you're looking for. I'll pose that same question to you. Man, in this day in college football, you got to have some speed on that field. I don't care if you're playing uh, offense, defense, uh, whatever you're doing. you, you got to have some guys that can run around and make some plays for you. And, and uh, um, you know, guys like Felix Dixon and Sean Engel and uh, um, some of those guys just got some tremendous speed and are going to be really good football players for us. Uh, and we're excited about uh, their future. But, you know, also talking a little bit about athletes, you know, if you could kind of sum up a little bit about this recruiting class, I would say we got a lot of athletes. You know, I don't know what position they're going to be. You know, Jabril Cox, we think he's going to be a linebacker, <laughs> but he's a heck of an athlete. There's a lot of positions that kid could play. Braden Lund, you know, we're bringing him in as a tight end. Could he be a D end? Absolutely. Bo Pauly, you know, had a heck of a career as an inside linebacker, but could he be a, a move tight end, Andrew Bonnet type? Absolutely. So I think we have a lot of players that are very versatile, and I think that's excited to just see where their body goes, see what Coach Kramer can do with these guys, and, uh, you know, see how they uh, uh, compete when we get out there in, in fall camp. How about linebacker? Uh, there's a lot of veteran linebackers on the team right now. Of course, next year will be a year where you're starting three seniors, uh, so there's a lot of linebackers in this class, and that's always kind of a position, too, where you want volume of, of guys. And, uh, you know, even a guy like Bo Likas, he's going to be gone. He, that, so that depth is starting to uh, graduate as well. But this class is high on linebackers, so that's good as well, isn't it? Yeah, going into this recruiting cycle, we knew we had to get some linebackers. Obviously, we're going to be graduating Nick, DeLuca, and, and Pierre, and and, uh, and uh, MJ Stump uh, this coming year. So we had to find some guys that were going to be kind of that next batch that could step in and not only help us, you know, next year on potentially on special teams, but be able to step into that role when those guys are gone. So uh, we're really excited about this group. You know, again, uh, you know, again, Bo Pauly and Jabril Cox. Yeah, they're going to be linebackers, <laughs> but who knows where those kids are going to end up in the future. But they are big athletes that can run, and uh, they're just really tremendous football players. A couple final questions for you. You look at this, uh, look at your board from where it was two or three months ago to the kids you got today. Give this thing a grade. Give your coaching staff a grade, if you would. Boy, I think we've we've hit uh, a home run with a lot of this. I, I would say we, we got an A on this right. stuff, and, and I think we've worked really hard at it. But, you know, it, you know, I think the really interesting thing is is we had a lot of big-name recruits 
get a lot of attention late. You know, and, and we all know that the, the, the Dylan Radins deal of getting offered by the SEC and a couple of these other guys that, you know, you guys maybe haven't heard about got some big-time offers, but these kids stuck with NDSU, and they stuck with being Bison. And I think that's what makes this group so special is it's 26 kids that love being Bison and love being part of this program. And that's why I'm so excited about this group and in the future with these guys. You know, it's not a slam dunk anymore that you're going to lose a guy to an FBS school if an FBS school comes in. Is it times are changing a little bit with cost of attendance mm-hmm. and things like that that are coming into play that put you on maybe equal playing field as far as that goes? And uh, it's not a slam dunk, so you got to feel good about that as well, too, how that's trending. Certainly. I mean, the cost of attendance thing, uh, was really a big deal for for us this year. I mean, it helped us stay in the ball game with a lot of these uh, good football players um, recruiting against the FBS. You know, so um, you know, with our facilities upgrades, being able to tour these guys through the new shack and see that stuff firsthand, I think these guys are man. We have, you know just as nice of facilities as any of these yeah. FBS schools they're potentially looking at. So. Uh, I, it's really exciting because, you know, as we all know, NDSU continues to make that progress and continues to make that step uh, for us to be able to compete at that high level. And I think that's a, a reflection with a lot of these kids that we got today. Nick, congratulations. Congratulations on five in a row. And, man, the future looks bright. So congratulations. Take a day off. <laughs> I'm excited. It's been, a, it's been a long year. It's been an unbelievably fun year. And today kind of culminates a, a, a long process. And, um, I'm excited tomorrow to maybe sleep in a little bit and hang out with my little boy. So uh, it's been a great year. Good and, for you. Uh, yeah, go Bison. That's right. right. Thank you. That is, that is Nick Gazer, the uh, recruiting coordinator, also in charge of those D tackles at North Dakota State. As uh, we are just getting started on the front row signing day show, Jeremy, I, this blew me away. I knew it, but I, I didn't really do the math. Coach Kleiman in today's press conference said that the coaching staff hadn't had a day off outside of Christmas since the end of July, and they finally get one tomorrow. You know, I think that's one of the big differences with NDSU, and I get asked this question a lot uh, doing radio interviews uh, with other teams uh, throughout the course of the season. How has NDSU been able to sustain this? I think a lot of it has to do with the the coaching staff. I mean, I don't think there's a better coaching staff in the country. I mean, whether it's in-game adjustments, recruiting, uh, these guys grind. I, You know, obviously I work at NDSU. I see this every day. Um, These guys are not cutting any corners. Uh, despite the fact they've won five in a row. There is no cutting of corners. They're never taking days off. I mean, they are grinding like they've never won a title, and that's how you sustain something. Yeah, proof's in the pudding, I would no say. No doubt, no <laughs> doubt. Those five championship trophies are here at the Ramada Plaza Suites uh, right up front and center as they get ready for an event today. Okay, this is what we'll do. We'll run down this recruiting class, and, uh, Jeremy, why don't you out of each state pick out one or two kids and just stop me and uh, chat about what makes that athlete. And we could do this for all of them. We just frankly don't have the time. But we'll mention who they are, where they're from. But some of them have such impressive resumes. There's three or four out of this group that could certainly step in and play right away. We'll talk about some of that throughout the show. Plus, we'll talk to some of these athletes. Let's start right here in North Dakota. The offensive lineman, Quinn Allo, who is a 6'2", 336 uh, pounder from Lamore, of course, played for Andy Delavar. Then we have Zach Kubis, the offensive lineman from Dickinson. He's 6'4", 260. 
Zach Kuntz comes down from Grand Forks. He's 6'2", 251, and uh, played all over, including fullback there. And you'd expect Kuntz, who they say is like a Tyler Roll-type mold, uh, could play that position certainly for the Bison. That'll be a position of need in the near future. Braden Lund, the tight end from Minot High. He is a three-year starter at defensive end, also a a big-time basketball player. Jeremy, he's a kid that uh, stood out at camp, and you're going to hear that a lot, especially when we get Coach Kleiman on. And he's the one kid uh, in North Dakota that I went and watched in person this year. I saw Davies Minot uh, at Davies this year, and uh, at the time, I you know I didn't even look up his number. I wanted to identify the guy that was standing out out How there. How long did it take? It didn't take too long. <laughs> uh, I said that's got to be him. Then I look in the program. Sure enough, it was him. And he might be a guy that you know I know they list him as a tight end. He might be able to play somewhere else too. Big body, tough kid. He has a lot of football smarts. I thought. Yeah, started for three years at defensive end. You'd have to think North Dakota State is scratching their head on that. Two years at tight end. Braden Lund from Minot, 6'3", 246. Carson Schoening, an offensive lineman from Rolla, has uh, signed at North Dakota State. Cordell Volson, a five-year starter, a five-year starter <laughs> at offensive line, 6'6", 250 from a Drake High School ball for North Dakota in that Minot area. You know, I kind of think he might have the best potential of the six to be big time. Uh, you know, I really think Cordell has a body frame that Jim Kramer's loving. Uh, you know, 6'6", 250. He can put on another 40 or 50 real easy, be 300. I think Cordell Volson has a very, very high ceiling. Let's do the Minnesota kids. Uh, and, of course, Cordell Volson has a brother, Tanner, yep. who's an offensive lineman at North Dakota State as well. Let's do the eight Minnesota kids, starting with Matt Beagler, the another tight end from Underwood, Minnesota, 6'3", 256. Sean Engel, a wide receiver, 6'5", 200 from Chaska. He's got athletes all over his family. His brother played for the Gophers. Uh, I guess he throws about once a week with Van Dahlen, who we'll talk about in a little bit. But Sean Engel is a kid that could come in and see the field right away. You know, he's probably my number one guy in Minnesota because that is something we have not seen in the program. 6'5", 200 receiver. You know, right now you got Erzendowski, great possession receiver. you got Darius Shepard. He's got the speed. Now you got that big guy you can throw a fade in the end zone to, 6-5. That's something that the Bison have not had. Uh, you're seeing that trend across the country, big, tall receivers. The Bison have really not had that. Now they have it. That is, I think that is very, very intriguing and a guy that could play next year. And it's a game changer in college football. And that, that's a recent thing to have these big time, they look like tight end wide yeah. receivers that are fast and they can move it. I, th- I think he could play next year, Sean Engel. Josh Howweisen, an offensive lineman from Baxter at 275. He goes six foot five. Cole Jacob is a wide receiver, six footer from Medina, Minnesota. Uh, Moses Nyangacha from Robbinsdale, Minnesota. At least that's how Coach Kleiman said it earlier today. <laughs> He's a linebacker at uh, five foot eleven, 190 pounds. Uh, Bo Pauley, a linebacker, six foot two from Becker, Minnesota. Dylan Redunz, also from Becker. He's six foot six and two sixty. Um, they'll look at him to play offensive line as well. And then Henry Van Dellen, the quarterback, uh, we talked about him briefly. Six foot four, two oh five, they get another quarterback in this class. Let's do this. Let's take our thirty second break here and we and we come back. The head coach at North Dakota State, Chris Kleiman, will join us. This is the two thousand sixteen Front Row Signing Day Show. It is brought to you by Muscatel Subaru, Olaf Anderson Construction, and Jiffy Lube of Fargo. We're back with the head coach in 30 seconds.